Hello, my babies. Welcome to another episode of Mama Majism. It's your girl Majine, aka Mama Maj. And we are going to kick things off with our guided meditation. Go ahead and get in a comfortable position. That could be sitting down, laying down, whatever feels most comfortable for you in this moment. This meditation is going to be a body scan. Closing out with one minute of mindfulness. Get ready. Let's start with some deep breaths. Nice inhale in through the nose. And release through the mouth. Awesome again, in through the nose. Go ahead and repeat those deep breaths by yourself. And as you exhale, I want you to drop your shoulders. As you inhale, I want you to breathe in as much as you possibly can and slowly release it. Beautiful. One last breath. In. And out. I want you to bring awareness to the top of your head. Your face. Neck and shoulders. Make sure that you don't have any tension in these places. Unfurl your eyebrows. Loosen your jaw. Just relax. Notice any sensations or feelings. Notice any tension or added pressure. Now move your focus down to your arms and hands. What are you feeling? Do you notice any sensations, any tension or added pressure? Bring attention to your upper and lower back. Are your shoulders hunched? Is your back sore? Are you noticing any sensations or feelings? Any tension of added pressure? 
really focus. Now redirect your attention to the front of your body. Your chest, abdomen, and stomach. Are you noticing any sensations or feelings? Do you notice any tension of added pressure? Unclench your stomach. Make sure you're relaxed. Redirect your focus to your hips and your butt. Feel the contact of your bottom to your cushion or chair. Are there any strains, any tightness? Do you notice any sensations or feelings? Do you notice any tension of added pressure? Bring attention to your upper and lower legs. Do you notice any sensations or feelings? Or any tension of added pressure? attention to your feet, the heels, the balls, and toes. Do you notice any sensations or feelings? Or any tension or added pressure? slow, deep breath in, hold, release slowly through your mouth, if your eyes aren't closed already, Go ahead and allow them to close or gently rest them. Thoughts may come and go and that's okay. Let's sit in this moment of stillness for one minute. Starting now.
what were some of the feelings or thoughts that arose in that time? Sometimes when we expect moments of complete stillness, it's almost impossible because our minds are going a mile a minute. And that's okay. With time and practice, you will be able to have one minute of complete stillness and graduate to five, ten hours in your own time. Let's close out with one final deep breath. Make it count. Nice, long, slow. Inhale in through the nose. And release through the mouth as slow as you can. Beautiful. When you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me in this guided meditation. Now, let's go ahead and get on with the episode. Hello, my babies. As I've mentioned, this is your girl Majine, aka Mama Maj. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and you are listening to Mama Majism. Thank you for deciding to listen in on this talk of love and honest conversation. So let's get into it. <laughs> By the time you finish this episode, you will know the books I choose to highlight in this new segment I like to call the quarterly book review. I will give you a summary of each book, why I chose to highlight them, and what lessons I got out of the stories. Stick around if that is something that sounds interesting to you. But before we get into this new segment, I want to take a moment to thank you for taking the time to tune in each week. I know I don't always show up consistently, but when I do, you are there with open arms, ready to support me, and I thank you so much for that. Uh, But for the sake of time, that's all I wanted to say. I just really wanted to give my thanks. So let's hit it. Quarterly book review. It's the quarterly book review. Welcome to the newest segment of Mama Majism called The Quarterly Book Review. Y'all remember in episode 54 when I shared the top five books uh, that I enjoyed in 2020? Well, as you all know, in 2020, I read over 50 books and I was heartbroken to have had to narrow down the books to showcase in just five. Like that's 10% of the books I read. One, one, one tenth. Y'all get what I'm saying. It, it was a, such a small fraction of the books that I actually read. And there were so many more than I wanted to point out, but I couldn't because I didn't have the time. So to remedy that, I decided that this year I'm slowing things down a bit. You know, I'm going to focus more on the types of books that I read and share with you uh, as opposed to just trying to figure out how many books I can consume within a year. I know that it can be over 50. 
that's a great, great little fun fact for future icebreakers. But <laughs> now it's time to really like focus on the books that truly feed my spirit and my soul, which is what I'm I'm really into the most in this stage in my life. So um, it's called the quarterly book review because every three months I will choose books that I read within that time frame and highlight them and share it with you so that maybe you can put it on your list of books to read in the future. And um, so since we are officially in April, um, I decided it made the most sense to start this now. So it'll be every three months, which means there will be four quarterly book reviews each year. And I'm just excited to see uh, what books I read and decide to share with you all. And if you have any book recommendations, please, 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 please feel free to slide in the DMs and let me know because I am always on the quest for a good book to read. So yeah. Okay, let's hop right into these books because they're good and I want to make sure I give enough time to talk about each one. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. So the first book is by Aidan Thomas called Cemetery Boys. Now I'm going to read the excerpt. So Yadriel has summoned a ghost and now he can't get rid of him. When his tradition... When his traditional Latinx family has problems accepting his true gender, Yadriel becomes determined to prove himself a real brujo. With the help of his cousin and best friend Maritza, he performs the ritual himself and then sets out to find the ghost of his murdered cousin and set him free. However, the ghost he summons is actually Julian Diaz, the school's resident bad boy, and Julian is not about to go quietly into death. He's determined to find out what happened and tie off some loose ends before he leaves. Left with no choice, Yadriel agrees to help Julian so that they can both get what they want. But the longer Yadriel spends with Julian, the less he wants to let him leave. Okay, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> so again, I'm trying to keep this all as spoil-free as possible, so I can't go into any actual details as to what the story is about, other than what they give us, provide us on the back of the book. But I will say that I really enjoyed the fact that this book is all about the, the queer, well, not all about the queer experience, but um, the author himself is a queer and trans Latinx person. So I really liked that he pulled from personal experiences of like wanting to prove himself um, and really, you know, you don't see too many LGBTQA plus books well you are starting to see more now but a lot of people don't talk about them you don't really see it too much on tv and so i really enjoyed the just reading the representation um as an ally and that this story was centered around a queer person and a queer person of color at that and then you kind of get to know a little bit more about uh dia de los muertos which i hope i'm saying that right um because that's pretty much what this book is centered around and the first time that I had ex exposure to uh, Dia de los Muertos is from that one Lizzie McGuire episode if you know you know uh, shout out to Miranda's family <laughs> but uh, yeah so I think that this is a really good book and the imagery oh beautiful the the artwork and stuff too that if you go on the website, you'll see it's really beautiful. Um, and so the takeaways. So the main takeaway I got from this book is that at the end of the day, you really don't have to prove yourself to anyone. Of course, we have our moments where we want to show or prove that we 
are worthy. You know, we, we get imposter syndrome and feel like we are not really who, you know, we, we don't belong where we are and that we have to prove ourselves to show that we really are. You don't have to do all that. You know, deep down in your heart, you know, you know what the vibes are. You know who you are. And at the end of the day, real gonna recognize real. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone, boo. Uh, so that's where I got from that. From the next book is by Benjamin, Benjamin Alire Sands. Oh my gosh, I should have looked that up. But uh, the book is called Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. So I'm going to go ahead and read that um, excerpt. Aristotle is an angry teen with a brother in prison. Dante is a know-it-all who has an unusual way of looking at the world. When the two meet at the swimming pool, they seem to have nothing in common. But as the loners start spending time together, they discover that they share a special friendship, the kind that changes lives and lasts a lifetime. And it, and it is through this friendship that Ari and Dante will discover the most important truths about themselves and the kind of people they want to be. Now, what I loved about this book was the complexities of the characters. You know, I had moments where I really loved one and then couldn't stand the other. But I, I feel like that's a pretty good representation of the ebbs and flows of your pretty typical relationship, whether it be with a friend, a family member or whatever. Well, at least that's how it goes for me. <laughs> I have my days when I'm like, everybody is pissing me off right now. And that's just how I felt reading the book, which gave it like a realistic refreshing feel for me because I felt like they didn't the author didn't overdo the characters like they had complexities and stuff but it felt like it was like a pretty realistic turn for like a fictional character um I think that Benjamin did a really good job of like explaining in great detail what the characters were thinking and you felt like you were right there inside of their brain with them which is usually how most books are but since this book is so like poetic it just hit different like I don't I don't know how to explain it in any other way and I don't want to again spoil so I'll just leave it at that um and another thing that I really loved was um the two different family dynamics between Ari which is Aristotle and Dante so um for Aristotle his dad is a bit closed off um, and he changed ever since he came back from serving in the Vietnam War and his mom you know is doing the best that she can to try and connect with her son but there's a huge disconnect between them all because they never talk about his older brother who is in jail um, and Ari doesn't even find out how his brother ended up in jail until like late in the book so it's just kind of a whole lot of questioning and him trying to figure out like what is it that my parents are so afraid of of telling me and it's it, as the story unfolds it gets really interesting um and as for Dante he has a really close relationship with both of his parents he's basically like they're all best friends like he tells them everything so it's really interesting to see the the stark contrast between both families and um how they come together and intertwine it's really beautiful uh, and some of the lessons that I learned from the book is to <laughs> never judge a book by its cover, of course, uh, because as I said, as it stated in the summary that like two seemingly two, sim two seemingly different people, you know, they end up coming together and, you know, beautiful things happen. And also that we can't run away from who we are, because sometimes we we might be afraid of 
the power that we possess or we might be afraid that people don't understand um, our power, our true power. And, you know, instead of running away from it, you want to embrace it. Right. You and yeah, that's really all I can say about that. I'm really trying not to spoil this. OK. OK. Um, and now on to the, the final book from the quarterly book review is by Matt Haig and it is called The Midnight Library. I do want to give a trigger warning um, on it. Trigger warning, suicide. Um, and then now I'll read the summary. So when Nora Seed finds herself in the Midnight Library, she has a chance to make things right. Up until now, her life has been full of misery and regret. She feels she has to let everyone down, including herself. But things are about to change. The books in the Midnight Library enable Nora to live as if she had done things differently. With the help of an old friend, she can now undo every once she can now undo every one of her regrets as she tries to work out her perfect life. But things aren't always what she imagined they'd be, and soon her choices place the library and herself in extreme danger. Before time runs out, she must answer the ultimate question, what is the best way to live? <sighs> what I loved about this book is that it was it's a beautiful concept, like a library that allows you to try on different hats with seemingly no consequences, like sign me the F up, you know, like I would love to see what my life would be like if I decided to not be shy and pursue singing and like, would I become a a superstar, you know, like it, questions like these that we have in our head all the times about different decisions that we make in our life. It was a, a really cool book to see how um, it plays out for this character, Nora Seed. Um, another thing I liked about the book is how it highlights how drastically our lives could change based on the decisions that we make, which again, going back to our thought processes of how things might be different if I said yes to this. And, and it explores that in a really interesting way. And the lessons and takeaways I got from that was that, um, you know, for one, it's never too late. It's never too late to change courses, to switch paths. If you feel like you picked the wrong thing, turn around, try again, you know? And another thing is that this book gave me permission <laughs> to reinvent myself if I feel like I'm on the wrong path. Like, I felt like it was kind of confirmation that, like, yeah, you might have spent five years going to school and doing whatever to realize that that's not really your thing. That's not really what you want to do. You learn what you like through your experiences. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you come out on the other side realizing this is not what I want at all, fair enough change it up and do something different and so I really like that this book pretty much highlighted that and that there is no such thing as like a perfect life just like how there's no such thing as a perfect anything it is what you make it and you have inside of you all of the things that you can and want to do in your life it's up to you to figure out how you're going to incorporate that and make it happen so I really really love the midnight library um but again it does have that trigger warning of suicide so read at your own discretion with that being said, the challenge uh, for this week is to take the lessons that I've learned from each book and see if you can apply it to your life. Uh, I would honestly say that the challenge is to get these books and read them so that you can be the judge yourself and see what other lessons you may pick up on, because there's a lot of other things that you can find in those books. But those were just the things that stuck out to me specifically. Uh, but I know that books aren't really for everyone. Um, and I, I listen to these on audiobooks. So, 
Um, you know, find what works for you. If you want me to spoil it um, and you want to kind of just figure out what happens in the books, but you don't want to read it or you don't want to look for it online, hit me up in the DMs. I will gladly let you know what happens in each of these books or whatever book you're interested in. But um, I just really enjoyed these books and I wanted to share them with you and I'm glad that I got to do so. So take from these lessons what you will. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to check out my website, mamamajism.com to stay updated on new episodes, blog posts, and exclusive features. If you like this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend as well as leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, like, or follow on all the socials at mamamajism. Mama Majism is recorded, mixed, and produced by Majine. The meditation music is provided by Chris Collins at IndieMusicBox.com. The theme music is provided by DPV Unknown, and the song is titled here, If. Until we meet again, please be kind to one another. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you.